race, part three. My suggestion is that you listen to the previous episodes, part one and two, obviously. Should you be just coming upon this episode, three. Cops? Cops. Tasked with the dubious, undesirable job of quelching rioters, protesters, exercising their constitutional right, even to the extent of incivility or revolution. Who was tasked to stop the Boston Tea Party, the incivility, the rioters, protesting the British taxes, burning ships, emptying barrels of tea in the harbor. Who was tasked to quelch the student uprising in the 60s on college campuses who wanted to oppose an unmerited, unjust war action? Who was tasked to beat black men, women, mothers, children in the streets of Alabama who simply wanted to go to school, walk through the front door of a restaurant? And you think the big issue is whether or not two men can screw each other or get married. Whether or not a dog on the street has a home, whether or not a plant can grow in a particular creek or a woman wearing a fur coat at a restaurant who has to be doused with eggs or ink. Interesting that you have so little to truly fight for that now you fight for what little matters. And the weightier matters of life mean nothing to you. You are protests at the beaches because you want to tan and surf. You'll wave a flag, scream through a megaphone over the right to exercise your right to tan. But when it comes to incivility and injustice, amongst your fellow man for incoherent incarceration, traffic stops without provocation, reasonable and unjust dispensing of sentencing blacks, minorities, who for 400 years built the very bad rock without wages of the currency of this economy who simply want the right having been brought here by force to enjoy the fruits of that economy. But instead, we attack the overseers, the cops. 
the cops, enforcers of law, not makers of law. Attack the man that wears a KKK hood. He's not the problem. And much like the mob who sends out the hitmen and the hitmen get arrested, it's not the hitman, it's the guy that sent the hitman. That hitman was sent by the mob boss. The one that sits back in the office in a three-piece suit, not the one on the street with a leather jacket chewing gum with a scar across his right eye. Easy to demonize those at the lower rung of the ladder. Look at them. There you go. That's the real face of crime. The real face of crime is the drug dealers in a dark alley. Not the government planes shipping opium and drugs from South America and the Middle East. Not the scientists in the lab that are experimenting on how to affect soldiers or empower them. Give them, what was it, Pervizin in World War II so they could not sleep. Give them a mixture of Pervizin and methamphetamines and amphetamines as we did with our military to ensure victory. How much LSD can we design to make sure our soldiers have a chemical in them that after the war will be in every alley of the streets? The war of drugs is really other people who simply took advantage of what the governments did and the invention of the war of drugs in their chemical labs designed for military action. None others figure out a way to monetize it. Now that a whole generation is hooked on it, how do we bring it back into Germany? War depressed Germany. How do we prescribe it? How do we integrate it into the medical prescriptions for ailments, mental illness, PTSD, all kinds of things. Look behind the curtain. But you demonize the cops, not the politicians who are the overseers, like the Irish were in the British Empire over the slaves. Interesting. Those closest to the slaves are the ones raping the slaves. Not so much the plantation owners as much as the plantation overseers, the Irish. So who's beating up the blacks on the street, the cops, not all, but some, they're not the problem. They're the overseers entrusted to carry out like a hitman. Those that issue the orders, the systemic problems in the system itself. The scientific social engineers and the halls of academia and the halls of medicine and science and the halls of eugenics that are after one thing, control. And the white supremacist groups on the street simply become a tool like a hitman to continue to utilize the tool of fear. 
buying those that sit in ivory towers that really hold the wealth, the ultimate control, and there's very few. They don't want control for all whites. They only want control for a few whites. Obviously, they don't want it for minorities. But we all suffer under that, blacks and whites. If you are not a part of that elitist group that has determined what a purebred is, what a perfect human is, how genetic superiority is racist eugenics. And you're seeing it play out every day. And most of you are an extension of it. Black racism. Because racism is a double-edged sword. It's the white's ill view of blacks. And it's the blacks ill view of themselves. Nobody seems to like blacks, even the blacks. Because they have been told by their masters how to see themselves, how to think of themselves, how to view themselves, and then how to view them. This problem is systemic from both sides of the argument. It seems everyone has the wrong view of blacks, including blacks. One sees himself as subjugated under the thumb of another, and the other sees it as his right to subjugate that one under his thumb. And all have lost sight of humanity, their own humanity and the humanity of their brothers. First, it was just the color of the skin. Then it was about the elongation of the muscle or the body type or the sexual appendages. Then it was about the taxonomy or the craniometry, the size of the brain. Then it got into the chromosomal and the helix. And then it got into the genetics of the DNA. And right down the line, you will trace the racist proclivity, the dogma, the propaganda dictated and then educated and given authentication and credibility because you put a DD behind it, a PhD behind it, a man in bifocals behind it, put a man in a suit instead of a man in a hood who says it a little quieter, a little nicer, and using a lot more words that you can't understand or pronounce. Then you manipulate the data and the stats. You play with the numbers, and then you corroborate that with people that are alongside of your view and bias prejudice to promote that argument, which is not hard to do. When left to our beggar selves, we reduce to ourselves our lower selves because to become better takes a lot more effort than to become worse. It is easier to feed into that lower reptilian brain, that mind. The agenda 
is in place and has been for generations and generations. Ultimate control, centralization, domination, by all means necessary. What do you value? People have marched and protested for less. And others were willing to do it and then condemn you when you do it. They have a right to have a gun to defend their homes, but you don't. They have a right to march and protest and sit on your lawns and occupy, but you don't. They have a right to congregate and meet, but you don't. And once again, in the United States of America, you see where the ultimate courage and value and thirst for liberty and freedom and justice lies. Back in the civil rights movement, here we go again. Most of you set and obeyed every ill-stamped order of government by Dr. Fossey and Burks and the CDC and whoever else that you might want to name, your mayors, your health advisors, your governors, and easily acquiesced and walked a line because you believed something that a man wrote. You didn't authenticate it or validate it. You just assumed it once they told you the sky was falling and you're going to die. You didn't check that information. You acted on it. You didn't source it to see where it came from and why it came from and who had to gain from it. You didn't follow the money trail or the power trail to see what's behind it. Do they really care about old people? Since when have we talked about old people and cared about old people? Old people for the last 60 years have been relegated to non-essential in society. Hence the culture. Since when did old people all of a sudden matter? Since when do we shut down the country? Because now we care about old people. The same lie that they said they cared about the black community. Look in the black ghetto. They don't care about the black community. They don't care about illegal aliens. But it's a lie. It's the currency of control for the result of control for power. But it's easy because you always reach for the low-hanging fruit. You are sheep being led to the slaughter, and they will tell you anything, and you will believe it. Because you do not seek higher, you seek lower by your nature. And what should matter is the higher mind. That mind is the mind of Christ. But even when you hear that, you reject it because you've been programmed to hate anything associated with Christ, with God the Father. Which is why you are so easily led away by your sex for the sake of sex and sport and son and money. Is it going to change? 
Do you want to know the answer to that? You say you do, but you don't. So I'm not going to tell you. Is it going to be fixed and resolved? Do you want to know the answer to that? I'm not going to tell you. Do you think it's going to get better? That we all just really live in such wonderful cities and it's these rioters. It's these cops, they're the problem. Well, you believe that? Well, I've got a bridge on Mars to sell you. You want the truth? You want the truth? Come closer. No, you can't handle the truth. Seek it. And you'll find it.